Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now. I'm talking with a familiar face, Kyle. We had you on a few months back, as well as Christopher mm-hmm. Jones. New band is called Blighted Eye, new project. And f- yep. going first, before we start off, do you want me to call you Chris or Christopher? Uh, you can call me Chris. That's fine. Chris? Okay. Yeah. It's not so formal. Let's relax here. Yeah. <laughs> it's the at-home interview. So, um, yeah, first off, welcome back, uh, Kyle, and, and welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. Absolutely. Um, so before we go any further, uh, where are you guys right now? Kyle, I'm assuming you're still back at your house. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm in my new house. My wife and I actually bought a house in the time between uh, our last interviews. So oh, my I'm God. The, yeah, I'm out on the peninsula now in the woods. Congratulations. Is it pretty think, pretty epic? You want to make some black metal out there? I mean, sure. Yeah, more probably post-metally. You know, it's got a little bit of that uh, ISIS depressed, depressed boy vibe out here. I like it, man. I like it. Yeah. And Chris, what about you, man? Where are you located at? Uh, I'm in Tacoma at my house. Okay, cool. Right yeah. on. In my uh, kind of home studio. So, uh, what all, all, all kinds of stuff um, aside from music? Uh, do you do you also work from home for like your day job or? Uh, me, no. I um, I work as a brewer. Oh, um, cool. At a brewery in Tacoma. Yeah. Uh, would you be able to shout out the brewery? Yeah, Dystopian State. Cool, right on. Shout out to the brewers out there, and the and the drinkers, yeah. <laughs> the people that drink the brews. Um, yep. So yeah, we're we're getting together to talk about Blighted Eye, kind of a project that popped up out of nowhere. Um, at least on our end, I'm sure it didn't pop out of, from out of nowhere on your guys's end. I'm sure it's been brewing for a while. Speaking of brewing, see what I did there. Uh, yeah. Why don't you guys give me a little rundown and uh, just you know you guys can. Uh, Go back and forth, or just kind of give me a rundown of uh, the origin story of Blighted Eye. Chris, go for it. Yeah, so um, it kind of just started out with a, a just a kind of a creative project for me, just to um, just because in the previous bands that I was, you know, in before, it was more of a collaborative sort of um, writing experience. You know, yeah. kind of getting in a jam room and working on songs together. And this, I just kind of wanted to. Uh, take the opportunity to, you know, kind of really hone in on my own songwriting skills and just kind of try and do that myself mm-hmm. for once. So that kind of started in 2018 ish. Um, so it was just kind of me slaving away in this room here. Yeah. Um, and then about, uh, close to a year after that, I asked Kyle if he wanted to do vocals for it and then, okay. uh, eventually, you know, played 
guitar along with uh, the project as well. So uh, that's, you know, kind of how it started and how he got involved. And then John, you know, uh, he came in in about a year ago. I asked him if he wanted to do drums for it. So that's yeah. awesome. Uh, John's not in enough bands. He, he... <clears throat> no. <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> His Metal Archives page is this long. You know, it's uh, funny. Uh, I, talking to John, I was like, so, you know, he, uh, tell me about all these different bands. And, he, like, there's several bands he plays, and he's never met the people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right on. So about a year ago, and then and then that's when John came aboard. And then... Um, so this has been brewing for a little while now. Uh, when did you guys record, and who'd you record with? Um, we ended up doing all the recording ourselves. Chris did; um, he handled all the mixing duties and engineering duties. Um, I recorded my solos at my apartment, but um, everything else, I, I just came over to his house and we set up a little ice makeshift ISO booth in his closet upstairs and recorded vocals in there, and then. John was able to record himself, so we were able to do this pretty well, given the pandemic situation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was all pretty much, you know, super remote, and it was only, you know, Chris and I had seen each other pretty regularly, so we weren't super worried about any sort of contamination or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, we take time to quarantine as well in between sessions, so make sure everything was good. But, uh, yeah, Chris handled all the engineering duties, and, you know, it was a pretty, pretty easy-peasy as recording went and then we had a uh, thomas erberger of stockholm mastering to the mastering cool he had mastered uh ghost reveries um violent sleep of reason and a bunch of like you know opeth mashuga catatonia stuff like that oh some pretty big records yeah that's yeah. dope and did an excellent job on it too so very, right. very proud of this EP. he's really good uh th that's awesome man so this is uh, a four song ep um and and you said it so this was recorded during the pandemic uh, most of it, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, pretty much everything was remote. John did his part at, at his house, and then I did everything else here. So, yeah, I think most of the Chris had the songs written by the end of last year. I think around December, some around that time is when he had Wretched finished. Yeah. And then I yeah. ended up finishing up the lyrics around, I think March or April, and that's when we started doing the vocal tracking. And John was pretty close behind after that wrapped up in may so it was a pretty quick turnaround for this um, yeah but um yeah i think main songwriting was finished like late fall last year okay well i want to talk to, to you kyle about the lyrics and stuff but before i do christopher or chris i'm sorry i just see christopher matter. on the Whatever zoom <laughs> i see christopher on the zoom so i anyway yeah. call him sweet cheeks there you go okay yeah. so sweet cheeks um <laughs> So being the uh, person who wrote the music, being the songwriter, uh, what when you envisioned this project, Blighted Eye, um, what what came to mind? Was there like, um, what were some inspirations that you really wanted to go for? Was it like, did you want to go pretty technical with it? You go progressive. What in your head did you vision? And uh, did it come out like, like you envisioned it in, originally? Um, so when I first started everything, I didn't necessarily go into it with like a very specific sort of uh, idea of what I wanted it to sound like. Yeah. I actually wrote about, you know, probably close to 10 songs before I picked these four. Okay. So it was kind of the, the process of songwriting and figuring out, you know, how I do that on my own, where I, that's kind of more like the songs sort of 
influenced where I wanted to go with it. So I, I was really conscious of just trying to not necessarily like think about who or what I wanted it to sound like, just kind of let my natural influences sort of like take me kind of where, wherever it went. Yeah. So that's kind of how it came about. You know, I don't hope that makes sense. No, totally, man. That's cool. You kind of just let it go, let it flow. Right. Kind of organically. Yeah. And no, yeah. don't have any and limitations. So some of the first songs were like a little bit, you know, like different. And that's kind of like why I, I wrote as many songs as I did and kind of j- chose the ones that was like, okay, this, this, this sounds more like what I want to do. Yeah. So awesome. And then Kyle on top of the, so the, so the songs are done or at least written and then you want to, uh, you know, do the vocals or do the lyrics. Uh, sorry. So do the lyrics. Um, what's your lyric, what's your approach to writing lyrics? Do you kind of go more like, um, do you like, think of hey i want this song to be about something or do you have like poems that you have written do you have like books that you like to cite like how do you do you yeah like what's your process for writing lyrics for a metal band you know man it's a little different so i i also write most of the lyrics for etherius Mm -hmm. as well and i knew going into this that Ethereus tends to kind of veer more into like, you know, the crazy sci-fi epic type story. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything for Blighted Eye to be a lot more you know, personal and kind of grounded. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, the whole concept behind a lot of the lyrics is just sort of perceptions of yourself, ideas of self-worth, and just sort of the um, the major damage that like depression and things like that can, you know, reap not just on yourself, you know, as an individual, but everyone around you and your whole perception of your own reality. And uh, it was just kind of delving into myself and working through some stuff, more or less, was the approach with Blighted Eye. So a lot yeah. of it, um, the first, it, I, I, I almost look at it as sort of the way that, like, you know, the nine-to-five work week just sort of weighs on you. Sure. Like, like contempt, it's just sort of that, it's that very immediate, um, ferocious, um, palpable anger of like, oh god, I this all these people are driving me insane. I hate my current situation in life. I hate that I am scraping by essentially just to barely survive. Yeah, respite is sort of coming, which is one of the ones we're going to play. Is more or less um, recognizing that you're not getting any sort of reprieve from sort of the 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 suffering of life. Yeah, and it's just this constant thing that's just beating you down. Relent is essentially giving up with the third song, giving up and giving yourself to, you know, these negative thoughts and accepting it is just sort of an inevitability. Yeah. And then Wretched, the final song, is just coming to embody it, more or less, embracing it. So, hopeful but also nihilistic and angry. I feel like you just described the four stages of quarantine. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't (laughs) trying to do it intentionally, but... It happened. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. actually prophetic because he did it before that all yeah. happened. Right? Yeah. So call me Nostradamus. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to go into uh, track two. I believe this is Respite. Um, yep. So we're going to go into that right now. Uh, this is Blighted Eye on Loud and Local. Stay home sessions.
That was Respite by Blighted Eye, new metal project, a three-piece out of the Northwest. Uh, the EP is called Wretched. It's available now. You can check out their Bandcamp. Uh, what's the link for that one, the Bandcamp? That is uh, bandcamp.com slash Blighted Eye, I think. Uh, it blighted eye dot bandcap dot yeah whatever their I know they do URL a weird structure is myspace dot com slash blighted eye yeah. um, <laughs> Napster yeah shout out my friendster um <laughs> okay so we, let's definitely shout out the third member of your band that's not with us tonight why don't why don't you guys uh, go ahead and chat him out John you sweet boy where are you I miss you ah uh, don't don't give him that don't give him that I hate you where are you yes that's more yeah. like it I like it. <laughs> Um, right on. Well, I'm just kidding. I like John. Shout out to John Devos. He is, again, the drummer for many, many bands, and uh, he is quite the wrestling fanatic, so that's what we have in common. Um, so once, obviously no one's playing shows here. No one's doing that for a little while down the road, but is this a pro, is this just a side project you want to keep as just a studio thing, or do you guys want to embrace it and play shows? I think we want to play shows. I mean, that was kind of the game plan before uh, COVID hit was that we were trying to, Chris and I were working on this stuff. And the whole reason I was learning the songs on guitar was so that I could do guitar and vocals live. Yeah. Um, and then when John finally joined officially, it was like, Oh sweet. We actually have at least enough of a lineup to perform live, you know, backtrack the bass for a bit if we need to, but uh-huh. you know, obviously with COVID that's not happening, but I think, you know, I think Chris, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the plan is when we're able to, do stuff again that we do want to get out there play tour do things definitely yeah i I, i'm dying to play shows and uh yeah definitely we we're a three-piece now but we do want to get a bass player um but yeah right on shows would be awesome so that's down the road uh in the meantime a lot of bands are doing um a lot of interactive things people going on twitch playing video games along with their fans and then uh, there's also a lot of people that are taking their um shot at trying like a interactive live stream thing um being uh not just musicians but also fans of music fans of live shows i see you guys at shows a lot well in the before times uh (laughs) What are your guys' opinions um, on live stream things? And and we've seen it go well. We've seen it go eh, kind of okay. Um, there's bands that have done incredible jobs like um, uh, Trivium and Code Orange or just Insane Behemoth. Uh, and then, you know. Me did one too. Yes, exactly. Um, what? Yeah, so what are your guys' uh, thoughts on that? And, and uh, yeah, just from a music I... lover and a, and a musician. I mean, I think they're really cool, especially um, in the early phases of uh, quarantine and everything. It was just awesome. I feel like you saw so many people that you would see coming out to shows and everything really like rallying behind this and unifying online and, you know, like Facebook or YouTube or Twitch or any mm-hmm. of those. And um, when the bands have been able to do it with like, you know, a high production value, so it's not, you know, just crappy camera phone audio or exactly. camera phone and camera microphone audio, it's been awesome. Um, I've been, you know, dabbling in that myself lately, trying to do some of the live streams, and it's definitely difficult to do it right. So props to all the bands that have been, you know, doing it, not just doing it, but just nailing it and making it an awesome experience. I think kind of just until there's a bit more certainty in the world, it's probably going to be the way to go right now if you're trying to, you know, see any shows, so to speak. Yeah. So I'm all for it. Chris, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, you know, we've even talked about, you know, 
doing something similar like that potentially yeah. you know, doing some sort of like live stream or uh, video or something so didn't john's other band blood atonement yeah do they, one of those recently they yeah. did uh from live from a venue i think it was pr- um it was produced and shot really well pr- professionally and it looked very metal yeah so yeah i took some photos during that <laughs> oh, sweet yeah. What's that? Uh, what's that officially called? The the place that they did that it, undisclosed location. Actually, I I don't remember uh, what it was called. It was it's kind of uh, in an industrial part of uh, you know kind of around Georgetown. Oh, okay, and uh, it was just like in this like garage. Nice. It was, it was like real, a lot bigger on the inside than you would think. It looked you know, pretty dope. Out, yeah, it was cool. That's awesome. Uh, so being that this is a Northwest-centric podcast uh, and, and radio program, but podcast for the time being, um, until the pandemic is over, uh, whenever that may be, when, um, I'm sorry, not when, what is a couple of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? Whether, it doesn't have to be metal, it could be of all genres, favorite Northwest uh, bands of all time. Mm. You You go ahead, Chris, I gotta think for a second. Uh, I would say probably Alice in Chains and Agalock. Awesome. That would be quite the band. Mix those together. Alice in Chains and Agalock would be incredible. I could see it kind of working. I can too. Uh, The um, Crocodile, they just announced that uh, they're going to be moving down the street. So the Crocodile, for years and years and years, the iconic Crocodile Cafe was right there in Belltown. And uh, they announced that they would be moving, and I was kind of bummed out, like, oh, no, it's going to be, you know, calling it quits or closing. We're always on edge now with so many, right. you know, <laughs> we're like, any any news could, I, I always think any news is bad news, at least during the pandemic. But it, they actually just moved uh, down the street, so they're going to be where El Gaucho used to be. Uh, this huge, oh, it's cool. going to be a big build-out. But uh, the reason I bring that up is because I saw Agalock at the Crocodile, and that was one of my favorite shows at the Crocodile. Just such an incredible performance. I saw that, too. It was awesome. And Kyle, what about you, man? Favorite Northwest uh, I'm, bands? I'm going to go a similar path as Chris, but uh, different bands. I'd say Soundgarden yeah. and Nevermore. Okay. Nice, dude. Soundgarden and Nevermore. Imagine if Jeff Loomis and Kim Thale like jammed together and did a band. That'd be heavy That'd be and shreddy. Good times. Yeah. Dizzying. So uh, is this the, the the artwork on the Blighted Eye EP, Wretched? It's beautiful. Can uh, can you tell me who did it and um, you know how to support the artist? Yeah, that's uh, that's my buddy Sam Nelson. He did the art for Ethereus's last album, as well as our new one that we've been working on. He's done art for a bunch of different bands in um, the extreme metal world. Yeah, but it's uh, Samuel Nelson um, art by I think it's uh, Stigma art by Samuel Nelson is his Facebook page. I can't remember what his Instagram handle is, but look up pretty much any band from the last five years, and you will have likely done their art. Nice, um, but that was. That piece was pretty cool, actually, because over uh, quarantine, he normally he was doing like digital painting originally, uh-huh. but he switched back to doing like traditional like oil on canvas painting. Had a little so bit more time, yeah. Yeah, so this was one of like the first round of you know going back to the traditional style that he has done for some of his album art. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Contributions from this year, and it turned out 
freaking phenomenal. That dude is a genius. So, do you think you'll get the original? No, he's. I, we actually asked him what he's wanting to do with those, and he's mm-hmm. planning on keeping them and hopefully doing some sort of a gallery with cool. his work when everything's open again. What's the best way to support you guys? Um, I mean, no bands can tour right now. You can't go out there and slang t-shirts, but we can support you. Um, what's the best way to support you guys? Uh, just uh, on our Bandcamp page, uh, you know, we have uh, shirts coming in, so you can pre-order that as well as um, awesome. the digital, or I mean, the uh, physical DVDs. copies of yeah. the uh, EP. Um, and also, uh, you can buy the... Um, digital copy of the EP. So that's the best way to support us right now. Right on. So we're going to go into a final song here. This is another one off the new Blighted Eye EP, Wretched. Um, but before we do, do you have any final words here for the Northwest Loud and Local uh, listeners? Um, if you guys have checked us out already, thank you so much for the support. We really appreciate it. If you haven't and you like things that go grr and play shreddy solos, check us out. You might dig us. Grr. Um, you know, I know things are kind of crappy right now we're not able to see each other and go to shows but you know stay in there hang in there guys we're, we're gonna get through this together yeah i'd echo what you just said you know um if you're checking us out just you know it's appreciated so thank you yep absolutely and kyle i feel like you, you're totally right on the on the money there but since we last talked there is an end in sight with with the you know advancement of vaccines and science and stuff, mm-hmm. and just it it there is an end in sight. So I feel like things have improved a little bit since we last okay. talked. So the beginning versus the end, yeah, yeah, we're we're get, we're getting there. We'll we'll be there soon enough. I don't know. Well, not soon yeah. enough, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Here's Relent. Yeah. This is Blighted Eye. Check out their new EP, Wretched. Support them on Bandcamp. Blighteddie.bandcamp.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man.
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.